Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, all. <laughs> gonna leave it there. Your intro gets more <laughs> awkward than every episode. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> well, welcome back after a long delay, or maybe not such a delay. We've, our, our update schedule for this podcast has been very erratic. We are, we are, we take time to think through what we're saying 10 minutes afterwards. So anyway, this is, uh, tonight we're talking about, well, first off, page 23. Page 23, which is like four weeks ago or something. Yeah, we're something finally like watching it. Yeah. We're finally watching it. I was in Brazil, which is why we're behind, if you don't remember. Yes. But the first thing, I remember the first thing out of the gate, I remember at the beginning of this episode, the uh, Evil Queen's fairy back outfit i think is kind of ridiculous <laughs> like that hat doesn't fit the t- yeah. their their period i yeah, don't think yeah and she wears something like that every once in a while every once in a while she's like that doesn't work in a fairy tale okay, setting the, the, it worked work well for corella maybe yeah. but, uh. the whole intro backstory i'm like we've done this before it's like <laughs> the, the looking for her and the villagers i'm like Am I watching the wrong episode? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like you've had to establish this several times yeah. over the course of the show. I, I don't know. What, for at least the first half, not more, I just felt like this was a very soap opery episode. And I don't know why. I don't know what it was about this episode. It wasn't particularly more so actually. but I mean, a lot of it is soap opery anymore. I know, I know. It just it struck me this time for some reason. I don't know why exactly. Maybe it's just all the... It wasn't the best directed, I think. And there were certain moments that just kind of felt sort of staged or something. I'm not... Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. They had the, the there, filming aspects more of like... like there, I remember just yeah, like one of the early scenes with her and Tinkerbell, which, man, that was a really random reappearance of Tinkerbell. Yeah, like, hi, I'm just... Like, Give a better setup than like I, and she didn't even come back later. I, I really expected to see more it, Tinkerbell it's, later it's on. It's so weird. Like all TV shows do it, but it was just obvious in this one where you know all TV shows have some person pop into the scene randomly because they want to compress things. But it's like, why is Tinkerbell there? You know, just randomly. It doesn't even make sense. It's just some village. And later on, when they were like t- talking about where should we send the evil queen, and then she just like walks out of where like the the back room is like. Did you guys know she was like hanging around in the back room? I <laughs> well, I, I think there's there's more than just one back room back there, but no, yeah, still it's just odd. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, in that in that scene, I was I was thinking some of the uh, the I want to say staging blocking, like the actors yeah. blocking felt a little staged. And maybe that's why it felt soap opera. You know, because soap operas didn't be very have certain yeah. setups. And the the fight between Regina and Evil Queen was a little. Eh, it was okay. It was just well, it's okay. hard. I mean, I mean I it'd, can, it'd be hard to do that sort of thing, especially on a TV schedule. Yeah, and it feels like the reappearance of like all kinds of random. Oh, here's the pen, and here's the scissors, and here's the <laughs> wand, and here's the. It's like we hope you've been paying attention. <laughs> So apparently they really desperately wanted to show us in the priestly on that the evil queen was separated from Regina. It's like, if you don't know that, you're not going to be able to follow this episode. (laughs) Seriously. That's true. I I thought it was interesting, though, that apparently the wish realm exists still, and you can go back to it. Yeah, well, I mean... Which makes sense, actually. I mean, in one's logic. Yeah, in one's logic. I mean, I think we also got a a decent idea here of the Evil Queen in this really was like a doppelganger. She wasn't just Regina's darknesses personified. They seemed to actually make her her own person, which is a question I'd had with her for a long time in some ways. And... It made sense, like if you're if you're gonna in once logic if if you're gonna defeat 
a dark person like this, the yeah. only way to do it was with love. In yeah. A sense. And so it was very once and Disney in that way. And it was kind of, it, it made as much sense as anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, you have to take it obviously with our, our <laughs> typical grain of salt. When you have, when you have dialogue, like I've learned to love myself or something. And like you that. should too. And you should have them. Kudos to uh, Lana Perilla. I mean, that, those are some. She can sell awkward, any line. Those are some very awkward lines, but <laughs> none of us like broke into laughter. Where you know, it still felt awkward, but she sold as well as you're going to sell that line. Yeah, exactly. No, and so I mean, and it was it was kind of neat to see in the sense that Evil Queen kind of taking uh, yeah, the like the last ten minutes where she's taking responsibility and they're talking to each other on the couch. It was really kind of nice. It was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. At first I thought like this whole hook thing. Oh, speaking of random things that we forgot about the memory nets, you know, oh, like I didn't catchers. even, I'm like, I'm, at first I'm like, what is he watching? And then, uh, you know, just let's bring that back in. Like there was a lot of shorthand. It really felt was. like this, this episode. I mean, in that way it is kind of cool. I mean, yeah, a lot of things to remember, but it is paying off, you know, a lot of, yeah. a lot of once mythology. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing necessarily. It just, I'm like for early on, I'm like, man, they're just, it's just like, let's just move everything forward. And some of it was kind of messily moved forward, but it was, it turned out nicely at the end. I thought, like, yeah. I thought the night, I thought it was interesting to have um, the talk with Hook, with um, Snow at the end about, hey, I, she, she, even villains can get happy ending. He's like, oh, yeah, know, I'm, I, I'm glad that you're saying that because have I got a doozy for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though she's very, very blind to people's actual feelings. She should not be a counselor of any sort. <laughs> no, the whole time he he was looking at her with this like, <sighs> like I'm dying inside slowly, and she's like, oh, it's pretty cold outside. You should get in. <laughs> it might be one of her most oblivious scenes. Ever. <laughs> I mean, it was it was cute and it was touching, but they they probably should have like again bad. I think bad direction. The actors were doing good here but that was like hook should have like been looking away or something so or she should have been looking away or something yeah something so it's not so blindingly (laughs) obvious that she was ignoring that happens on tv shows all the time where like one person saying something the other person is emoting that like they're pain and like there's no evidence that they understand each other and again hurried tv schedules it's hard sometimes you just kind of overlook this but it was yeah there was a lot of that sort of Weird disconnection. Like, I'm, I'm, I remember reading J.J. Abrams kind of admitting it was sort of a bad piece of directing in um, Force Awakens, uh, where when they arrive back at, at the Resistance place after yeah. the whole basin stuff and Johan's dead and, and all that kind of stuff, where Leia comes, instead of, you would think she would go to Chewbacca at first because she knows Chewbacca, yeah. they would be the ones grieving. But for some reason, she goes to Ray. Yeah, which she doesn't know very well. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember how why J.J. Abrams said something about what he was thinking and yeah. why he staged it that way. It wasn't a conscious thought, but he was like, yeah, in retrospect, that actually would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. And sometimes you just nah. don't think about that thing yeah. until, and then, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So, but it's interesting. We never really gotten into directing issues yeah. here on the show before, but. It's kind of nice to have the whole, hey, not, old, not quite evil queen in the not quite good hook kind of be like, hey, we're friends now. <laughs> um Yeah. Though she's got to lay low I, that realm, they still don't like the evil queen. Apparently not, but at least she's at a better place. Oh now. yeah, she can just hide low and be fine. And yeah. it, it's kind of nice too. You get a better sense of closure between Regina and Robin Hood with this. Then uh, you know, here's here's something. I, it's kind of it's kind of like if Rose running off with a doctor's hand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Who. That, that's a good point. <laughs> I actually got to see, I went to uh, Indiana Comic Con, like Good Friday and Saturday okay. before Easter. 
And I actually got to see the actor who plays Robin Hood. Oh, okay. He was there and he did a panel and stuff. So I got a little bit of spoiler. Got the got the hint that he wouldn't really be in the show much longer. Uh, but he he complimented that he kind of felt like from some fans that weren't real satisfied with the way that you know that storyline yeah. kind of ended ended kind <laughs> of <laughs> ended yeah. Um, and so this gives it a little yeah a little nice alternate yeah. sort of it, it may be an alternate Robin Hood and alternate Regina, but at least. Some version of them got a yeah, happy, happy ending. ending. Yeah. yeah. So. And we've got to pull out Henry's author position every once in a while just because he can. Yeah, because it's cool. And I guess it's going to be kind of fun to be back with a Nemo sub. And I was thinking, you know, they built that nice set. They probably want to use it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's a, it's a very different sort of setting. Yeah, talking about uh, unexpected recurring I'll character. I'll tell you, the saddest person in the whole once universe is Regina's dad. Mm. That poor man. The poor man went through a lot. He did eventually, though, go to Olympus, didn't he? Didn't we see him go? Oh, that's true. We did, yeah. After after he was sacrificed for the first curse. Yeah, for the first curse. Very first curse. Yeah. Man, that poor man went through a lot, though. I know. He's just like, I love you, and I'm trying to help you. And she's like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, glad they did something kind of, I mean, it wasn't super twisty, but nice with the Cupid arrow, who mm-hmm. you hate most. Yeah, I'm like... Uh, if you just go to, it's not going to make any sense. I kind of, as soon as she said that's what, I what she was aiming for, I kind of guess. I yeah. mean, you could see it coming, but it was still I, nice. I'm glad it was, yeah, yeah. And it played in well. It just, yeah, it was just a weird episode of like some really heavy-handed stuff and weird directing. But in the end. It's a nice the, outcome. It, it's a nice outcome. Yeah, it was just kind of rough getting there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of glad that we're not dragging the evil queen out longer than it needed be that whole plot yeah because uh, yeah because we've got other stuff to deal with now yeah exactly interesting episode not a perfect one by any means but i mean that's part of what keeps us coming back to this show <laughs> in some ways it's like you keep us intrigued enough and it just makes a good hijack because you know like when, <laughs> when we were on our lost hijack we're like and that was a great episode <laughs> and was it lock awesome and, <laughs> and this one we're just like you know it's it's a it's a mis- mixed bag yeah it really is so are we going to do another one tonight? I guess we could. Let's try to knock, okay. no, knock it out. Try to okay. get it a little closer. Sounds good. We'll see you later, guys. And we're back. With a wondrous place. Tahiti. Tahiti, as, yeah. yeah no. It's <laughs> as a magical a, place? It's a magical place. <laughs> this is a, a wondrous place, which we were just figuring out. I think it's from uh, A Whole New World toward the very end. So. So we've decided that they are all over the place. This a wondrous place, a wonder- <laughs> but no, because yeah, they really are. I mean, they were Nemo, they were Enchanted Forest, they were Nagraba, they had Ariel thrown in there. They were Dead Man's Cove or Island or whatever. And then next looks like next time it looks like Blackbeard. I think is the other pirate yeah, there, and, and the old au- evil author. Which I, I don't know why you would even bring him bring him back. He was a fun guy. I actually really enjoyed him when he was around. He was a fun guy. It makes you wonder, this is kind of unexpected, especially since last episode had wrapped up some stuff and they had brought in a lot of their old mythology. I've always wondered if how we would plan to wrap up Once Upon a Time if they thought they would need to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they know something know. we don't. We, because this time they wrapped up the whole a- Jasmine Aladdin thing. That's Basically. true. I mean, they're just, I mean, there would be no reason to have them in again. Yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, it was it was fun to see. I'm glad they did because I felt like they had just dropped them, you know, off the face of the. You earth. know, once sometimes maybe the last couple of seasons they'll have great beginnings and middles, and then they're just kind of like, and we're done. You yeah. know, they they did that with the the land of untold stories. Yeah, they did that with hot. You know, it's not like, and we were just, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it was kind of fun. They brought in, they mentioned the land of untold stories. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, and, and it, we're done with Nemo now. Yeah, I think they they, they, they just, said, they've just said they're moved goodbye. on. So we got Norse guys running around, which is kind of fun. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing they actually are from the land of untold stories. I'm yeah, like, I'm very curious now if Aesop is actually at the. Well, because that was at the end when they did the whole like, oh, you're not really Aesop, you're a Gideon. I'm like, oh, I'm like. Well, yeah, first of all, I was kind of disappointed because it's kind of fun to have Aesop there. Yeah. Second off, I'm like, either there is a real Aesop or he created an entire new bar just to lure Emma in, which wouldn't make, I mean, <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. That's a complicated way. So I'm hoping there's really an Aesop somewhere because otherwise it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's not a- outrageously ridiculous for youth, for once upon a time. So I'm hoping there's a real Aesop. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, especially because Aesop's tables is too good with Pongo Waste. <laughs> it's so great. And all the name of the drinks are like foxes and the grapes. And, and honestly, they probably should have done another. I guess they did. There was like that one weird episode way back when they were like Belle was going to go dark. Oh, yeah. You remember that? She had like black, like she was going goth and she yeah. was at another bar or something like that. But it was ridiculous that they were always like going to Granny's for That's like the only place in the entire town. All their eating and drinking needs. <laughs> so I, I, because, I, I think it would sort of make sense. Because for them really, this place. town is pretty big, but we only ever see like three spots. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, it's TV, I get it. But I mean, yeah. it's always kind of nice to see, oh, yeah, there are other places. Mm-hmm. Dr- Drunk Snow is kind of fun. <laughs> I have to say, what's, what was. You know, totally different between this one and the last one is that there's just more little humorous little things, which mm. I think works really well for once in their current mode. Yeah, and it, it's good. Yeah, no, you can't you can't always have the super serious dialogue when face it, a lot of the, the situations is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and when they acknowledge it, that makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, the fork, the fork booby trap was kind of great. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it was just a klepto, basically. Speaking of touching back on old stuff, you know, first time we really heard a lot of reference to Wonderland stuff, or, you know, the, the spinoff, one, Once Upon a Time oh, yeah. Wonderland. I mean, they didn't really go much, but, you know, Jafar was in this land. He said, yes, my business is with the people who put me in here. Although, I would like to know why he was able to break away from his... That seems very convenient. Yeah, yeah it's like, I'm out of the lab, and I don't have to do my genie powers for... A no, deuce ex machina. No explained reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was, very, you know, it's... I mean, just kind of crazy, the setup. And you could you could pull lamp magic or whatever, but, like... Okay, we need to find a kraken, and we find a land jasmine, and then we run into Ariel. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's very convenient. Now, maybe it's just lamp magic, you know, yeah. but the the, the co- convergence of very divergent plot lines in both the story, in both the flashback and real in the normal time was mm-hmm. strange. You should probably call it foul on, but it was enough fun that. Yeah, it, you didn't care too much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. Look like Regina got a haircut. I'm, yeah. I'm jumping all over the place here, but <laughs> just like once. Yeah. But uh, that's like this new phase of Regina's life. Now she has a haircut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been gone with a jacket forever. About with, um, the, with Emma. Emma. Yeah. yeah. Though I was thinking, I was thinking about it this episode partly because I'm like, well, she has her kind of like red jacket sweater thing looking thing. The sweater, but, but it's also, not the leather one. Yeah. But also, it's like you need to open up. I'm like, we're not gonna go down this road again, are we? I mean, seriously. <laughs> no, it was. It was it, but it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was different. Um, so tell me, so the tears of the savior keeps hook away somehow. Uh, my, my understanding, the hand waving was, was a little vague in that. 
Yeah, that's. I don't know. If it was keeping Hook away. I yeah, I don't know. There was a lot. He was. There was a lot going on there that I was a little unclear. What and he was am saying. I supposed to know? Maybe we've seen tears probably of not. Savior. Well, I, I don't know. They've been pulling artifacts back. Yeah, again. I don't think they've mentioned tears of Savior before. Or had the, I don't remember. <laughs> Who knows? And I, I, knew, I knew you get on the once upon a time wiki. Apparently, I know we really and, we really need to go and look yeah. at all these magic artifacts because I didn't really remember the thing that was on Nemo's. I vaguely because I remember he collects people with a vengeance and tries to rehabilitate. Yeah, them. yeah, and I remember I remember there was a vengeance theme with the ship, but I, yeah. I just didn't remember that compass specifically. Yeah, I, it is kind of nice they pull those things out instead of making new ones. Now you know they've yes. they've gone long enough now that they can constantly circle back to <laughs> squid ink um, and things like that. Yeah, we have we have a magic artifact for most plots. Need, most need. plot needs now. Yeah, because on the next episode, like she's like, I will never help you. I'm like. How is it bad to go get rid of the Black Fairy? Hmm. I'm like, I mean, I know you don't trust Gideon because he's insane. Yeah. And he's the Dark One's son. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of reasons not to trust Gideon. Sure. But simultaneously, it seems like this might be one of those, the enemy of my enemy is... The, the, no, enemy, I, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, kind of, well, except then Gideon would be your friend, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't phrase it quite right, but... Um, it might work. I don't know. We'll see. This Black Fairy thing has had very little setup. I still getting still very. You just trust his word on things, and mm-hmm. we really need some some depth to that storyline now that they've like basically eliminated every other storyline had going. <laughs> like two episodes, they basically just like. Yeah, I'm very curious why they chose to bring Ariel into this of all people. Like because it didn't actually. It could have been like anyone. Because it didn't fix her looking for Eric thing. Have we? Has she ever found? I don't Eric? think so. No. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, she collects artifacts and stuff. But yeah, why? It's yeah, it's kind of odd. It's a strange choice. Unless they just wanted, maybe they're going, they're going to do more with that. Like, they or maybe they to bring just do. Back. They had to have someone, and it was more interesting to put a mermaid in the desert than. Yeah, I mean, it was like she's a fun actress. It was yeah. a fun character too. Yeah. But man, actually, both the the actress who plays Jasmine, I think, is a knockout. Like, she's. <laughs> Like every time it's like, man, you are gorgeous. <laughs> Tim would now go write fan letters too. No. no, here's my other plot thing. I'm like, she's all like, I made a horrible mistake. I'm like, so wait a second. So sacrificing yourself for your city, even though it went wrong, you're going to beat yourself. I mean, it's I like just, it wasn't. You didn't I mean, know. If you didn't know, and you were doing the noble thing, I don't think that's a thing to say you're a weak coward for. Like, if yeah. I'd only done the right thing, which is basically. The right thing to sacrifice your your city for, so so you don't get married. I mean, she was, she was the listening. There made no sense. She was listening to Jafar. I guess like, so. A true ruler would have been able to see through a bluff. <laughs> 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 yeah. So anyway, I, I do have to say kudos to the guy who was playing Jafar though because he does you a good know, job. He does a good job. It was it was a different take, a little different take than uh, Saeed, uh Naveen, <laughs> Naveen Andrews. Yeah. Um, but I just like some of the sort of giddiness of the of the cartoon Jafar. It was funny when he's like, "Yeah, I don't need to bother with you." Look, I already did my thing. And, you know, he's just sort of <laughs> like, <"Hee-hee." laughs> yeah. so. But anyway, okay. So fun, fun stuff. We'll slowly, stuff, we'll slowly be catching up here. Yes, yeah, for better or worse. Thank you for listening, and um, whenever this is, you wind up listening to this. Until next time, this is Tim. And this is Nick. Good night. Bye. Bye.